Hello, my name is Michelle and I'm going to be reading chapter 10. Rabbits have scent glands under their chins. They rub their chins on things to claim them as their own. When I got home, mom told me that Owen had texted. He made the soccer team. Now he'd probably have practice every day. That's great, I said flatly, unpacking my backpack. I could smell that she'd been baking something yummy. What smells so good? Mom grinned. I made chocolate chip cookies. How many kids are coming over today? Only Jack, I said. Thanks for, thanks so much for making cookies though. And can I borrow your phone? I'll need to take a video. She nodded. Sure, it's on the counter. I put her phone in my pocket. Um, just so you know, I said, feeling that I should warn her. Jack's a bit different. I think you might have some special needs. Different makes life more interesting, Mom said. I nodded, though that seemed like one of those easy things people say to gloss over hard parts. He especially likes to talk about animals. Just like you, Mom said. Even more than me, I said. In fact, if there was a TV game show where all the categories were animals, Jack would be a millionaire. But when Jack and his mom arrived, I was surprised that he stepped back as Molly and Maggie came over, barking, barking, tails wagging. Girls, mom said sharply to the dogs, go lie down. As Molly and Maggie trudged to their beds, Jack's mom said softly, it's a sensory thing. Jack loves to read about animals, but in real life, they can be overwhelming. No problem at all, Mom said. Can I make you a cup of tea or coffee while the kids do their homework? Tea would be lovely. I'll put on the kettle, Mom said. Make yourselves at home, and you'll. And if you'd like to wash your hands, the bathroom is through that door. But no frogs in there, Jack said sadly. Mom laughed. Oh, Emma told, me, told you about those? You're right. We don't have frogs in the bathroom regularly. That was just a homeschool science project. The frogs grew up and we let them go in the pond where we'd found the eggs. Um, let's work in my room, Jack, I said quickly to change the subject. My rabbit is in there, but he only makes quiet sounds. I put a piece of kale and a few blueberries from the refrigerator for Lappy and the plate of chocolate chip cookies for Jack and me. Come on. As we were climbing the stairs, I heard Jack's mom talking to Maya in the kitchen. Thank you for having us over. The other kids at school are mostly kind to Jack, but they almost never think of including him outside of school. So this is really nice. It's nice for Emma too, she said. She's been hoping for a friend. I felt bad that Jack and I were both going, are both getting left out of things. Being left out hurts. I turned to him and rolled my eyes in case he was as embarrassed as I was that our mothers were talking about us but his eyes were focused on my bedroom door, his fingers flickering at his side. He looked a little scared. It's okay, I said. 
Lappy can stay in his pen if you want. When I open my bedroom door, Lappy immediately put his paws up on the side of the pen, excited to get out and take a run. Later, I promised him, Jack and I have work to do. Lappy thumbed his, thumbed his back foot to the door. Rabbit's thumb, Rabbit's thump to warn other rabbits about danger, Jack said. Usually, I said, but this rabbit is telling me that he wants to have a run and he's mad that I said no. Jack stared at Lappy, his fingers twitching harder. Let me out of here. Did he mean Lappy or himself? Are you okay? I asked. I'm fine, Jack said plainly, without taking his eyes off Lappy. How are you? I smiled. I'm fine, too. Lappy thumbed, thumped his back foot again. He's mad at you. He's mad that you said no, Jack said, his eyes bright with excitement. He wants to come out. Was Jack asking me to let Lappy out? Hey! I have an idea, but it's okay if you don't want to. A good idea? Jack asked. Well, you get to decide if it's good or not, I said. You could sit at my desk and put your feet up on the chair. I promise Lappy won't jump up there. He can have a little run around the room, and then I'll put a treat in his pen, and he'll go back in to get it. Jack didn't look 100% sure, but he sat on my desk and put his heels up on the seat. As soon as I opened the pen door, Lappy hopped easily into my braided rug. His first free hops were usually light and dainty. Little front feet, big back feet. Then he'd pick up speed, darting around my bed, and out again, darting under my bed and out again with long leaps that were so fast he's, he'd lose his footing and slide on the hardwood floor. Jack gave a high-pitched laugh. He's a waskily wabbit, he said in his Elmer Fudd voice. He sure is, I said. In between hops, Lappy would suddenly stop and rub his chin on something, claiming it. Dresser edge, mine, heater, mine, quilt, mine, bookshelf, mine. Lappy paused and rubbed his chin on my foot, his whiskers tickling around my flip-flop. You, mine. He's claiming me, I said. Then Lappy suddenly leaped and twisted. Like all the happiness inside him had exploded and lifted him into the air. He landed facing Jack. It's called a binky. I read about it in the rabbit book I got at the library. It means he's happy. I handed Jack a blueberry. The book also said blueberries are one of their favorite things. Jack threw the blueberry at Lappy's feet. He sniffed it and then ate it up. I should have known he'd love them, I said. My prepare used to tell a story about how Monsieur Lapin 
tricked Monsieur Renard the fox out of his blueberries. What story? Jack asked. I hesitated. It was one thing to remember Papere's story or to tell them in our family. It was a whole different thing to tell another kid I didn't even know that well. But Jack stared at me, waiting. So I took a deep breath. <sighs> it happened once that Monsieur Lapin saw Monsieur Renaud, the fox, sitting in a blueberry patch, grooming his beautiful red tail before he feasted on all those delicious blueberries. Foxes are omnivorous, Jack said. They eat both plants and animals. That's good to know, I said. But Monsieur Lapin has magic, and this is a story. So don't expect things to stay completely real, okay? That's a lie, Jack said matter-of-factly. No, though I guess if they... around his legs. Okay, so Monsieur Lapin said, Oh, Monsieur Lenald, your tail is so glorious, but you're missing a spot. Monsieur Renald was very proud of his tail. Where? he demanded. What kind of spot? Jack said. Um, pine pitch. Jack nodded and I continued. Monsieur Lapin pointed, right there, no, a little more to the right, almost, a little more to the right. Soon, Monsieur Renaud was running around and around, spinning so fast trying to reach the spot that he fell down dizzy. Monsieur Lapin jumped right onto into those blueberries and ate them all. So it was. I couldn't tell the story as well as prepare, but still, it had been fun to share it. Lappy went up to his hind legs to look at Jack. Jack let his arms go. His fingers twitched hard as he slid one foot tentatively towards the edge of the desk chair. I held my breath as Lappy moved his chin across the toe of Jack's shoe. Then he landed his front feet back on the floor and took off again under the dresser. Jack looked over at me, his mouth open. He claimed you, I said. Jack kept his feet on my desk chair, but his hands stopped twitching. Let's touch him. You want to touch Lappy? I said, surprised. Only his back. Okay. He doesn't like to be picked up, I said. So sit on the floor and put a blueberry next to you. As soon as Lappy came over for the blueberry, Jack reached over. Jack reached out one trembling hand. Three quick, barely dare touches. I waited for Lappy to hop away, but he didn't. He likes you, I said. Maybe because your name sounds like a rabbit, too. Jack Rabbit. Jack rabbits are really hares. Jack reached out and patted Lappy again, 
so lightly I couldn't tell if he actually touched Lappy's body or just the very tips of his fur. Monsieur Lapin, he whispered, and Jack Rabbit.